Welcome to the Unleash Your Voice podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Driuso, performer and creator by nature, voice specialist and leadership coach by day. And I work with entrepreneurs all over the world to help them unleash their voice and step into the leader that they were destined to be. This podcast is an unfiltered look at what it takes to truly own who you are as a leader, unleash your voice, and get your message to the masses. Are you ready to turn up the volume on your dreams, your desires, and your income? Sweet. Let's get started. Hello, hello. What's up? What's up, you guys? Welcome to today's episode of the Unleash Your Voice podcast. It is 1010 here. So angel numbers, what's up? What's up? I love it. I've always hit record on an angel number. Well, I don't want to say always, but like 98% of the time. So we're doing something right, y'all. We're doing something right. So hopefully this podcast will be infused with tons of manifestation vibes for y'all, right? (laughs) So hopefully. Today we are going to talk all about relationships. And this is a really important topic, I feel, especially because entrepreneurship can be really fucking lonely. It can be super lonely. You could be stuck in your own little bubble of comparison. You'd be stuck in your own little bubble of, oh, there's a launch right now. And you know, I got to launch this course. I got to do this thing. I'm trying to hit this income goal. Sometimes the only people we could talk to is coaches and mentors, which is amazing. And I am 110% in support of always hiring coaches, mentors, people who you can plug into to get to your next level, people that you can plug into to expand your vision and to help you hold your vision. Because sometimes our environments or the people around us in our inner circle or the people who are in our life just do not support our vision. And that's fine because that is just a reflection of what they expect from you. And so let me talk a little bit quickly about when people don't necessarily support you or it feels like they don't support you. It's not that these people are, I want to say it's normally not that these people are out to get you or anything like that. I have a strong, strong belief that just everyone at a core is good. And when people act from places that are wounded, that's when things get a little screwy because that's when things can get malicious or things can get jealous or all these energies of feeling not good enough. So needing to project that onto someone else in order to feel better, right? Because when we feel like shit, what do we want? We want to not feel like shit. And so sometimes when we are acting from a wounded place, we can project our negativity onto other people. And when you start to look around and someone might treat you not the greatest and you start to realize, oh, wait a second, this isn't a reflection of me. They're acting from a wounded place or they're acting from a space that they feel not good enough in. And maybe that's why they feel the need to knock me down. Or maybe my energy is so big and for some reason they don't even realize it, but it has triggered something in them that they feel like they can't have. And therefore they need to minimize my light so they don't feel triggered. Right. And one of the most powerful things we can do is just take responsibility for our feelings and take responsibility for our actions and take responsibility for our own inner growth because that's when the world changes and shifts. And so sometimes when we're in this space of trying to get something, trying to be something, trying to accomplish something because we have a deadline, we have a goal, we have a book that we want to write, we want to speak on stages across the world and we're in this place of yearning for it, you know, like that, oh, 
I want it so badly. Why not me? Right. And sometimes we can get into this space, even me, which honestly, for the longest time, I'm like, oh yeah, why not? Why not me? Instead of why, like, why not me? Like, why not me? You know, like, let's go do it. Why not build it yourself? But there's a point this year, especially that I fell into a deep, deep yearning state. And I'm even still on the cusp of getting out of that because somehow for all the things that built up, I was not keeping myself on top of my mental game. I wasn't. I wasn't plugging myself back into who I was. I was looking for the answers outside myself and I fell down the rabbit hole of yearning for what I want instead of realizing that I can have everything I want. And that's something that I preach and teach, but sometimes you need to be reminding, reminded who the fuck you are. Sometimes you might get in a space where you feel oh, like, I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know if I'm strong enough. And then you just need to look back and say, you know what? All these parts of who I am were given to me on purpose so that I can walk them out in this lifetime. These dreams, these desires, weren't they weren't just dropped into my head. Oh, let's see what happens. No, no, no. When you have a dream, when you have a desire, and when you accomplish that, there's a sense of accomplishment because you're like, yes, this is everything that I've always wanted to do. This is everything that I've always desired to be. This is everything that I've always wanted to create for myself, you know? And then it seems like everything has fallen into place and you don't remember these times that you were yearning. You're like, oh, of course I came out of the womb and I just knew that I was meant to do this. And then I just did it. It's like once it's accomplished, once it's done, we almost skip over in our minds all the times that we felt like shit. And then, so when we do it again, we have this shame around it. Like, Oh, why do I feel like this? When really it's just a part of growth. I call them growing pains because you don't have to like live with them. They're not always going to be there. You just need to recognize them as, Oh, this is a growth moment. This I'm growing through this new trajectory of my life, or I'm growing through this new mindset that I have decided to take on. Oh, I'm growing through this new moment in my relationships. Oh, I'm growing through this new moment of self-love. And it's not that the pain is required because think of it when you're growing up, not everyone gets intense growing pains. Like I'm five one y'all. Like I didn't grow very much. Okay. <laughs> I pretty much went from like toddler to grade six to like stop growing forever type of stuff, right? So I never had growing pains, but I remember my my brother would get these like severe pains in his legs because he's a giant. If you have not heard me talk about him, his nickname in the family is Sasquatch because I gave it to him. And it's not like a mean thing. Like we're fine guys, <laughs> but Sasquatch, or I call him Squatchy. Um, he's just like really big and hairy and he's a total football guy. And so he has that nickname that everyone calls him. And sometimes when he's around the house, you'll see him on my Instagram stories and I'll be like, Squatch Watch 2018. And it's just this really hilarious thing in our family. And so I remember when he was growing, he would get these like intense growing pains and I never understood what they felt like. And it's the same thing. Like not, it's not required for growth, but when you find yourself in it, it's not something to be shamed as well. And I'm getting a little bit off topic because this is what I really wanted to talk about with you guys. Okay. I want to talk about relationships. I want to talk about isolation. It is so easy to isolate ourselves because we feel like 
Well, okay, I'm going to be really blunt about this because this is where I felt a couple years ago. I was like, where the fuck is the biz besties that don't suck? (laughs) Like, where are the people? Where are my people? I felt every single relationship that I got into online was in a space where I gave so much and the person was pretty much getting free coaching for me and they were never there when I needed them. Or I felt like we were on two different levels and I felt like they were holding me back in this different way because I felt like my success was triggering to them. So I would try to like minimize my success in order to appease them. And I was really in this space of obligation, people pleasing, trying to change who I was in order to make someone else happy in order to make someone else feel good about themselves or, and this is something that was a pattern through my entire life. One of the reasons why I teach on owning the fuck out of who you are and cultivating this deep sense of confidence is because I've spent my entire life changing who I was to meet the standards of every single person around me. And it made me miserable. It made me miserable in my jobs. It made me miserable in my life. It made me miserable in my relationships. It made me hold back on who I was. It made me hold back on my dreams because not because of them, but because I I thought I needed to fit their standard of who I needed to be or their expectation of how I needed to act in order to be loved. And it's bullshit. I am loved for who I am. And the minute I started stepping into the truth of who I was, this is the big shit, okay? The minute I started stepping into the truth of who I was and the minute I started expanding the boundaries that were set for me and the minute that I started grounding into who I am and the minute that I stopped looking around me for approval and I just started to truly allow the momentum of who I was to radiate through me and gain so much momentum that it is a force that cannot be stopped was the moment that I started building relationships that I was loved for the truth of who I was. Now, before I did this, my whole life had been me trying to fit the standards of other people. So for example, if you didn't already know this about me, this isn't the main thing of this podcast. So I'm going to kind of skip over it, but I do talk about this a lot in my story and this might be a whole nother podcast, but growing up, I was pretty heavily bullied. I was pretty heavily bullied with people really, really close to me about my weight. I had always been curvy and it's so funny because I look back at pictures. This is what we do, hey? <laughs> we look, I look back at pictures and I'm like, oh my gosh, I wasn't even that big. Like I wasn't. I would kill for those legs and yet I got called thunder thighs, right? And it turned me into this person who would never eat in front of my friends. I was on Jenny Craig when I was like 11. I remember going to parties with my friends and everyone getting pizza at Boston Pizza and I had to get the salmon dish with like steamed vegetables and I felt so guilty eating chips and I felt so guilty eating everything else and I tried starvation diets um I was a huge binge eater I was an emotional eater I worked out so much I took dance class three times a week and then I was on the treadmill every single morning at 5 a.m at 6 a.m in high school and I would do anything I could to always either be on a diet or always be trying to hit a goal weight or always being trying to be something better. And my one, I remember thinking my one goal in life, the one thing, if you could have asked me, what do you want in life right now? It would be to come back to school after a summer of working out and not be called fat. Like, I'm not even kidding. It was like, I would come back and people would be like, wow, Danielle, like, look at you. You're awesome. We're finally going to accept you now. Or 
anything like that. And don't get me wrong. I had, I was friends with everyone. I, I had acquaintances. Every single person was a friend of mine. I had a personality just like now where people call me a social butterfly. But a lot of the times I felt when I was younger, it was definitely a protection. It was a protection. If I can make them laugh, maybe they won't make fun of me, right? If I can make fun of myself with self-deprecating humor, maybe they won't make fun of me, right? Or if I talk about my own flaws, maybe they won't make fun of me. It was like this protective layer of owning myself in a certain way so that no one else could hurt me. And it sounds really intense and deep because it was for a really long time. But I remember just being in that state and there was one year in university. So this actually went through to university. I was always on a diet. I was always either like losing weight or gaining weight. It was just an insane cycle. And I remember one time at university, I lost a ton of weight. I come back and I remember one person, people started calling me beautiful. And I always heard, oh, you have such a nice face or whatever. You have such a beautiful face. But for the first time, people were like, you're so beautiful, Danielle. Did you know that? Like, you're just beautiful. And it drove me nuts. I wish, like, I wish for it for so many years. But when it actually happened, I was like, fuck you. Like, I remember being so mad at everyone, at life, at anyone who said you look really great. I remember being pissed because I was like this moment where I realized, no, no, no. Like I have always been fucking beautiful. Like for me, what changed? I have like however many pounds less on my body that makes me a a better person to you. Like, fuck that. No, thank you. I'm done with that. And that was the moment where I was like, you know what? I am, I am now going to take control of my body for me. I don't care if my, my big booty makes you uncomfortable. I don't care if I'm not the size that you wanted me to be, or I'm, I don't care if you look at me and and it's not appeasing to your eyes. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm hot as hell and I'm fucking beautiful the way I am. And I'm amazing. And it was just this moment of trying to hide for so many years. I was like, fuck it. I'm done. I started wearing clothes that really, really that I loved. I started wearing makeup that I loved. I started working as a makeup artist. I started expressing myself again and it felt really, really good. And I remember the company that I worked for, it was like the first time that I actually had a chance to connect to other women, especially, but people over something other than my freaking weight or something other than in school. And I built such deep, deep relationships with people. And it was all because I said, fuck it, I'm just going to be myself. And it was just so powerful. Now, that doesn't mean that I didn't get backlash because I did. Because other parts of who I am is loud and bold and bubbly and excitable and happy and just there to help people. And of course, I got backlash. There was one job where I remember crying every single day coming home from work. And I was sitting in a car with a friend and she said to me, I said, I just don't understand why this girl hates me. Like, I don't understand why this person in a leadership role is just so mean to me. And she said to me something along the lines of, well, maybe it's your personality. Personality, Like, maybe if you stopped being so X, Y, Z and stopped being so bubbly all the time, like, maybe she would like you more. And I remember losing it. I was like, fuck that. No, thank you. I'm so done with trying to, like, appease everyone else. I'm so done with trying to, like be something in order to get someone to like me, like that's ridiculous. You either like me or you don't. And that's that. And it's just so sad to me that I waited, I want to say 22 years of my life was spent trying to be something to other people instead of just trying to be there for myself. How bold is that? 
And so coming into this online space, it was the same thing. The same, I, I always say like different level, same devil. <laughs> the devil's the same. Different level, probably a bigger devil, but the same devil, right? And so what happened was I started to get into these friendships that felt very lacking, but I gave so much because I wanted to be liked, right? I gave so much of who I was because I wanted to be, like accomplish something. I was so in- intimidated by so many people online, not because they were intimidating, but because I was intimidated because I wasn't grounded in who I was because I wasn't 110% Danny because I was holding back on who I was because I thought I wouldn't fit in. I thought I'd be weird. I thought I'd be too bold. I thought I'd swear too much if I was myself. I thought if I went out and shared about what I actually did, that it would be weird because I hung out with a bunch of business coaches and I was doing voice work and I was so scared people would think I'm stupid because I laugh at my own jokes and I make jokes. And for the longest time, I had this story in my head that, oh, being funny means I'm stupid because people would just like associate that. And honestly, you've probably heard me say this a million times if you've been following me, but comedy is literally the highest form of intelligence because in order to make fun of something or in order to have satire on something, you have to understand it at such a deep level to be able to joke about it. Like that's pretty freaking amazing. And that's why I follow comedians so deeply because I just have such intense respect for them because they're so powerful, hilarious, but they're also just so smart. They're so, so smart. And so I had that fear that, oh, if I had a drama degree, that that's going to discredit everything I do, even though that's the reason why I do the work that I do now. And that's why I'm so fucking good at it combined with my own gifts and stuff like that. And that's why my background is just so potent with the work that I do now. And it's just amazing. But I was so ashamed to say that out loud because I thought, oh, that's going to discredit me. People are going to think I'm stupid. People are going to think I'm this. People are going to think I'm this. And when you're in a space where you're doubting yourself, everything will trigger that. You can't have deep relationships. My friends from high school, there would be times where they would take advantage of me in different ways. Like I would always be the one driving or, or I would give so much and then they never pick up my calls or these weird situations that were so one-sided. And I just realized, oh my God, they're one-sided because I haven't stepped into my worth. That's why even relationships, it's because I didn't step into my worth. And the minute that I really looked at that, and I'm still looking at this daily, this is the work that I live, teach, preach, and I continue to work on daily. And the more I look at that, I recognize things like, no, 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 this is below my worthy level. Like, no, 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 this doesn't work because this is who I am. And I get to want what I want and desire what I desire and be who I want to be and who I am. And anything that doesn't vibe with that or doesn't hold space for that or doesn't create a sacred space for who I truly am does not fit into my life. And it's just taking ownership of the fact that you don't have to fit into anyone else's box. It's an honor for them to fit into your life. It's an honor for them to fit into your space. And that doesn't mean that you're better than them or less than them or whatever. And that doesn't mean that you're a dick about it. And that doesn't mean that you are like, oh, you're below me or anything like that. No, that's bullshit. We are all equal, but you do still get to stand strong in your boundaries and the worth of who you are, and that is that. And the more that you actually tap in and own who you are and get grounded in who you are, the more your relationships become deeper. The more that your work becomes 
form of self-expression. The more that you can speak up in relationships and feel vulnerable and still feel safe, the more that you can actually call someone up. And here's the most beautiful thing that has happened. In the past year, I went from where are the biz besties who are going to be really there for me to one of my best friends, Dana, I met on the internet. Oh my God. But you guys, if you follow me on Instagram at Danny Dreeso, you know that girl's my ride or die. And we literally will message each other and I'll say, and she's in Croatia right now. And I will text her and be like, Hey, are you up? And she'll call me right away and we'll have masterminds together, but we'll also like talk about life stuff, but we'll also joke around, but we'll also play, but also we will pull each other out of our shit. So there's this deep form of respect there that we don't just complain just to complain and we don't just gossip to gossip. We come to each other in such this in such a bold way that we get to say, hey, this is what I'm dealing with. And we get an outsider perspective of someone who understands the truth of who we are, who doesn't just give us bullshit advice, who doesn't just talk about like other people and what they're doing. It's really this deep level of respect and understanding where they can respect, understand where you're at, and then pull out the best version of who you are. And that's so powerful. And something really cool that's been happening this past year, especially, is as I'm stepping more into this work, the people who I looked up to for the longest time and I was obsessed with in the online space are now becoming some of my closest friends. Because I hold a level of respect for them in a sacred space and I get to hold that space for them, for them to truly be who they are and not hold them up on a pedestal because I've done the work inside me. I don't walk into rooms anymore and feel intimidated by everyone. I remember I went to the Bliss Project, which is Lori Harder's event, um, a few months ago, like, or I guess like a year ago now-ish, ish? I don't know. Um, anyways, I want to say last April or something. And I remember walking to the room and feeling completely overwhelmed and intimidated. Not because these women were intimidating me, but because I was intimidated because I wasn't grounded in who I was. And I felt so out of my comfort zone. I felt so not okay. I felt so insecure. I was obsessed with everything about me and therefore I picked apart everyone else, right? Because that's what happens. The more that you are insecure in who you are, the more you will pick out things about other people because it makes you feel like you belong. If everyone else has flaws and you can amplify them, it makes you feel like you're not alone and you're never alone. But what would be even better than that is feeling fucking amazing about yourself and having that love spill over into really deep connected relationships where you're supported on both ends and that you can actually create longevity in relationships. Like I don't do networking bullshit. I don't do surface level stuff anymore. It's just below my level of understanding for myself. I know that if I walk into a room and someone's like, here's my business card, what can we do to collaborate? I'm like, ugh, blah, gross. (laughs) But if someone walks up to me and I'm like, what are you most passionate about? And they're like, I am really fucking passionate about this, this, this. And I'm like, that's really cool. Tell me more. How did you get into that? Amazing. Then half the time I'm like, amazing. Let's get you on the podcast. Or I get emails daily about being on the podcast and I love them. So if that's something that you really want to do, just message me and we'll see if, if you fit with the vibe of the podcast, but I get emails and the ones that I really read and look at are the ones that are like, 
I am so passionate about these things. This is my mission. This is what I'm dedicated to do. This is why I love the podcast. This is why I love what you're doing. This is where I think that we connect on these topics. And this is where I think we need to have a really powerful conversation about this. And I would love to have a conversation with you because you guys know my podcast is a platform for candid conversations. My podcast is a platform that holds space for people to have fun and be themselves and share bang and knowledge with you guys. One of my favorite compliments that people give me all the time when we were done recording is that was so freaking fun. And it just warms my heart because that's how life is supposed to be. That's how your work is supposed to be. That's how relationships are supposed to be. And it stops being fun when you stop being yourself. It stops being fun when you hold who you are back. It stops being fun when you enter these rules and restrictions on who you need to be in order to get to your goals. And it starts being fun again when you actually open yourself up to who you are and unleash your voice and ignite who you are on the inside and let that radiate out, right? And this is why I do this work for the entire year because it's a powerful, powerful process. And so working with me, it looks like this. We start working together. We take a litmus test pretty much on where you're at in self-expression, every form of your life and your business. We start looking at your content. We start looking at your relationships. We have really candid, open conversations where I hold massive respect and love completely confidentially guys, by the way, that's also a layer to this work for me is keeping it confidential, which I really love, but really having these open conversations of where are you at? And then taking that, creating a structure for the year on how we can get you to step more and more and more into who you are, tell that momentum builds so strongly, tell you are unshakable in who you are. And that just fucking radiates out. And people have gotten amazing income results, cool. They're really awesome. Money is an amazing tool to help give you resource. Like it's amazing resource to help you create beautiful things in your life. And I love that. And I love when people get results, um, doing the work with me. Like we had someone who I had a voice session with someone and a few days later they signed a 12 K client. Amazing. Right. So cool. Um, one of my previous clients within the first few months of working together, she started a business and she started to gain $20,000 worth of sales in the first few months. And now she's, I'm pretty sure after working with me now she's working with other coaches and she just keeps building this momentum. I'm pretty sure she's at the six figure level. She's selling like everything and moving to travel Europe, which is so fucking amazing. So I'm so proud of her. And there's other people who are already multi six figure earners who have worked with me in some capacity and they just feel more in touch with who they are. So if you want to know all about that, you can go to danielledreso.com slash sacred self-expression. I'll put it in the show notes, which is all amazing, but I'm here to make sure that you get to those levels, but you're fucking happy about it because I also talk to people who are at those levels who are fucking miserable, who are at those levels who don't have really strong relationships, who feel like they can't trust people, who feel like they're so disconnected from their own voice, who feel like it's boring because they only have a certain level of who they are that they allow to be shown in their business. So it becomes boring because they feel like a 2D image or they feel disconnected on stage and they feel like they have stage fright because they're so scared of people to see who they really are or they're fucking terrified to do video or they're fucking terrified to write the book or they're fucking terrified to just be themselves or be that version of them around their family that they are up on stage. There's that too, where you're, you feel like you're so big and you're so extra and you're so radiant that you're so terrified to come to family dinners and be that person because you're so scared of the backlash. We gut all of that 
and we make sure you have a sacred space to be who you really are in every level of your life and your business. And we can talk more about that. If that's something that you're really, really in love with, you can message me, go ahead and email me, danny at daniellegerizzo.com for more information, or you can just go ahead and sign up for an application call at daniellegerizzo.com slash sacred self-expression. I'll put that in the notes below. I'm only working with six people. I'm going to change six of your fucking lives. (laughs) Like I'm not even kidding. Six of your lives are going to be never the same because you are going to be so fucking fulfilled in what you do. You're going to be so happy doing the work that you love, getting paid for it and feeling deeply, deeply fulfilled, self-expressed and unleashed in the work that you do, in the relationships that you have, in the dating world, in the friendships, everything. You're just going to feel so fucking supported. And that's my goal for you. So if that interests you, you know what to do. But this work is really all everything having to do with deep, deep, soulful relationships as a business owner and know that it's so possible for you. And I'm going to leave it there for you guys. But just so you know, like you can go from being bullied. If you were bullied, you can go from not feeling like you could trust women. That was a story that I had for the longest time. And now if you look anywhere on my social media or in my life, my best relationships are with women. And it's fucking amazing. And then also just having this space to be able to express yourself in relationships where you're dating whoever and you're like, I feel so strongly to be myself and I love that. Or feeling open enough to be yourself with your family or being open enough to be yourself online. And it's just all so fucking beautiful. No matter who is watching, you get to be who you are because that's who you were meant to be. Okay. So if you have any questions, you know where to find me. I love you guys so much. Thanks for hanging out with me. Be bold, be bright, be you, kick ass, take names, change the world. And you cannot change the world with the watered down version of you. We need the potent version of who you are. Okay. Love you guys. Bye. I hope you love, love, loved that episode. You want to come hang out with me a little bit more and maybe talk some more leadership, love and unfiltered voice. Then you can go ahead and find me on social media at Danny Driuso. And I would love for you to come join me in my private Facebook community. This is where the conversation continues. Okay. So I'm always in there giving you guys live trainings and information and just making sure that you guys are fully supported in your business life and leadership. Okay. It's a totally free Facebook community and you can find the link below in the show notes to come join me there. And I would love, love, love for you guys to leave me a review if you feel so moved to and let me know how you are loving these episodes. Okay. And maybe who you want to see on next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Unleash Your Voice podcast and go be bright, be bold, and be you.